and there you are, Jace. We're back. We're back. Where have you been? What have you been doing? I've had floods up here. The Murray, it broke its banks. I could um, see it, swans. It's almost been an interstate competition between the two of us to try to um, um, keep the pod going um, with your big move up to Sunraysia. Um, and me with just some changed circumstances in family arrangements. Wife's got a job up in Canberra um, via the Monarch Oval. Um, so I'm um, just managing um, the kids and the footy and life in general. So I think we're playing catch up, but we're glad to be back. Absolutely, we are. It's, it's sort of been a quite a, a whirlwind, uh, good couple of months for us. Um, with all lots of little changes here and there and, and getting that balance to, to bring out all the good stuff that we want to talk about. Um, you know, with, with uh, everything red, white and blue. Um, but it, it is good to be back and it's good to sort of sit down and, and start to think about uh, you know, the season of what it could be for 2023 for the, for the men's team and reflect upon a little bit about, uh, about you know, that, that elimination final. I don't want to go too deep. It's, it's still a bit of a sore point for some people. Ooh, another fade out. Yep. Yeah, another fade um, out. But the, um, there's a lot of positives. Everyone, um, when you talk to other supporters and the vibe on um, um, social media with the supporters in the forums is um, positive. Um, um, obviously disappointing into the year. Mm. Um, another fade out in finals, um, which isn't great, but that, that happens in finals more than it does in other rounds. Um, but a lot of positives, um, a good recruitment for the men's team over over the break um, and um, some real good development signs in um, over the summer with the training and some of the younger players coming up. Um, so, and, a bit, and the best balance that the men's team's had for years by looking at all the lines. Yep. A few interesting um um interesting player moves yeah a couple um, of chess pieces isn't there that that's yeah really yeah yeah throwing forward, those, uh, those um, magnets around the uh, the board yeah. uh, but we, we can cover that as well um and then really positive end of the year for uh the aflw women as well getting into a finals campaign um sadly um, um losing in a close result mm. um but again um really good signs for the women's team um in terms of young players coming up and some really great performances and good good recruiting of players over over the year as well so both for the men's and the women's comp um positive signs and and for the club itself it's um rebuilding its um grounds and um, um its venues and training facilities um so signs are only positive and i still feel like we're in the window for the men's team I feel like we're we're in the mix for finals and um, even further, I'm really positive about this season ahead. Yeah, I think so. I think a couple of players that, that have really come in, like you, Rory Lobb was that big, you know, sort of back and forth situation with Freya to try to get him over. Um, Freya playing a bit of hardball to sort of get him to move across to us. He was a, a, you know, a great sort of pickup for us. Um, and uh, like I'm thinking back, you know, back to 2015, he was one of the players that was being thrown around as a, possible saviour for us before we end up getting Tom Boyd. I know we were looking at Rory Lobb at that time. And it's funny how, um, you know, six seasons later, um, that sort of, we, you know, that player finally comes across and and uh, that sort of balance that we're going to be getting in, in the middle with uh, with Tim English and Rory Lobb as a, that sort of um, strong... Ruck forward option, yep. Yeah, it's going to be... And that and they're both as damaging as, a, as each other, I think, when they do go forward. Yeah. He's a great mark, yep. Yeah, so it's going to be really good to sort of see how that... I mean, now we can out. play because he played a, a, a blinder of a game against the Doggies. I think I think we've uh, recruited a couple, <clears throat> couple of times in the last couple of years 
players from other teams to fill a hole or a gap in the team. And they've demonstrated against us, particularly that they can play well, thinking about um, um, uh, Tim O'Brien uh, from Hawthorne, who we hope this year um, can stay fit um, mm. and injury-free and, and can um, help um, solidify that background. Um, Liam Jones returns from um, a COVID uh, vaccine hiatus, mm. um, and he is looking all the player he was um, um, at Carlton as a defender, um, perhaps um, providing that the backbone and the moving target um, swing player intercept mark um, that we desperately needed after Woody left. Yeah. Um, and, and certainly real high hopes that he can bring some real maturity um, and some strength in the back line um, to give us that balance we've um, desperately needed. Um, I think we've been quite a small small sized back back line for a number of years and yes. he brings a, a bit of height and also a bit of talent um, into the back line as well. And I think we've sort of been, but sorry, I just want to add to that. I think we have been sort of been chasing our tail a little bit when it comes to, you know, tall options in the back line. We've, we've tried a couple um, over the last couple of years. I think since we lost um, Marcus Adams up to Brisbane, we weren't really able to get someone to fit that spot. We tried, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, we had Eastern Woods sort of jumping up and above than what he was at that time. We uh, threw Shaky Backy for a little while, but uh, he's no more with us. Shaky, not come backy. Shaky is not backy anymore. So, um, so we've we've tried a couple of options to get that sort of tall defending option, and I think with Liam Jones and the, the play that, that he sort of has turned into um, since he left the Dogs as a forward. Um, has sort of really identified that uh, that he's going to be a really a great um, anchor uh, in that structure um, around him. So that um, what do you what do you think about the uh, the rumours or or the move of Josh Bruce, um, the Jews bat in the back line? What do you think is that a is that a real thing? Is that something that's going to happen? Oh, if, um, because if you... I've always wondered about his defensive efforts in the forward line. So I'm thinking, can he do it in the back line? Well, no. Well, if you think you think back, we even gave Eastern Wood a run in the forward line. It's just these little tactics that uh, Bevo does at the start of the season. Um, and we'll see how Bruce sort of goes. He, he originally was a defender back in his younger days. Um, then, then did the swing to the forward line. I'm just really a bit, bit concerned about his... It's going to be going to be looking a little bit awkward when you've got Norton up in the forward line taking those spectacular marks. You're going to have Bruce all the way down the other end with his hands high up into the air, big smile on his face, but he's not in the photo, so it doesn't count. So I'm really hoping that uh, that we don't sort of have Bruce too far down yeah. down well, the I mean, back he, line. He can continue to play that um, crash and bang um, um, role that he's played in the forward line and the back line to mm. uh, bring the ball to ground to deny. Uh, marking opportunities for opposition forwards if he's a backman. Um, and I think um, another big, big body uh, to help out um, um, Ryan Gardner um, and to help out some of the smaller um, backs um, as well um, and l allowing Liam Jones that ability to swing and to, to play that intercept mark role um, could work. Um, I think I do get that, that sense that you've pointed to that sometimes this is a bit of a tactical plays by the coaching staff and by Bevo mm. um, and whether or not it, it, it is just something that it's a trial and then we'll see how we go or whether it's something a bit more substantial. We have to wait and see. Yep. Um, looking forward to seeing Jed Baslinger, um, a backman, um, an up-and-coming young fella um, and his role. Um, and then a question mark about Sam Darcy. Does Sam Darcy become a, a swing player? He's played a bit in the forward line. Does it, uh, a little bit in the bit back? Line Does he become, well, yeah. Since he's he can mark anything, so 
yep. is he an option for the back line as well? And, and we saw that at, that uh, in that second quarter, I think when he swung forward against Hawthorne, I think it was the second quarter, and he just, every ball that touched his hands would not let go, so, which was very interesting. One thing I sort of, sort of uh, picked up from a bit of whispers and, and conversations about the, um, one of the intercrop games that we had, I think, today or yesterday, uh, I think, yeah, so there's a, a bit of the A team, had a had a Norton, had a Lob, had a Darcy, had a Bontembelli, had a Jamara, had a Waitman in the forward line. Is that going to be round one's setup? Do you think, Jace? Um, it, it's close to the best the best line, isn't it? Um, mm. It's a really um, good mix good mix of, of forwards. Who do you think can break into that that mix and that lineup? I don't know at the moment. You've got you've got yeah, we've got such um, such talent there. Such it's a very tall forward line. I'll have to say that. Um, if if uh, if Bontempelli is spending a lot of time down in the forward line, um, it's going to be very challenging for uh, defensive um, setups for opposition teams to sort of get past that. Who can get into there as well? I'm not too sure, Jace. It's going to be very tight if they're all firing. If that's going to be close to the start of what we could have a uh, resting Tim English in the forward line. He's an always an option and swing him and um, lob around on on the on the uh, on the board uh, magnets on the board with those two. Um, did you mention Jamara? Was he in that A team? He was in the A team. Yep. So it's, yeah. it's... He, he's looking really fit and he's mm. put on a bit of weight. Um, and so he's looking better this year. So looking forward to seeing what he can do. He's um, skilled, dis- dispose of the ball, great mark on a lead, mm. um, b- beautiful kick. Um, so hopefully he can progress a little bit more this year. Um, and, um, you know, there's always um, uh, a wealth of small forward options for the doggies um, if the ball comes to ground, which um, is sort of the, the DNA of Bebo and, and what kind of players he likes to see yeah. here around the forward line is not just the tall targets, but some of those small forwards. And you've mentioned Cody Waitman, um, but there's an, a number of other um, small forwards who are coming coming up. Riley, yeah, Riley uh, West. Riley yeah. West. Yeah, I was thinking um, just then. Yep. Do you think, um, has he got the tank to go in the middle? Is he someone who could um, swing in the middle on the ball a bit? Um, the other one that... Um, um, Bandy. Comes to... Vandermeer as well. I think he's he's got, he's got a bit of a, a dogged sort of, you know, um, up and under situation. Lots. He's I just very don't strong. know if he, he's got the body for it. Just yeah. so many injuries, so many soft tissue injuries. Not too sure about that one. Mm. Um, but, yeah, um, I've, I've sort of got questions about... That, that engine room um, now that um, we've lost um, Dunkley to, yeah. to Brisbane. Um, um, last year felt to me like um, doing everything we could to to get Dunkley the time he wanted in, in, mm. inside the play. Um, you give him that year and then he walks the next year. Um, all the best. Good luck to you. Yeah. Despite so, some of the side comments on in the media and social media, yeah. whatever. Um, it's around but, three, I think. So um, yeah, well, grudge match. So mm. uh, make sure you book your tickets for that one. Mm. Um, but but you know the other the other options. Um, Arthur Jones is looking better in preseason. He looks yes. like someone who um, could get an opportunity this year to to um, play for the doggies in, as a small forward. He, uh, he's an option. Um, Dominic um, Bendendo. Yep. Um, question mark about him? Fast, pacey. Um, just a question about his um, capacity to dispose the ball well under pressure, um, and that's that comes with experience and comes with mm. games under your belt. Um, like to see him um, given an opportunity. Um, we need speed, and he's got plenty of it. Maybe it's uh, going to be a bit more of a bit of rock time as well. 
he might have a bit more uh, more of a he, he's finally got a back-to-back -back contract he's uh, off the rookie sort of situation one year by year so maybe he's going to yeah be are they swinging him around a bit i've seen him sort of take marks in the forward line and mm. so um, um small small forward or small backman um, but yeah, um, he's he's getting his opportunities, and um, he, he's got his opportunity to grab that with both arms. Um, so yes, um, everything looks good uh, for the doggies to to take up the options for um, um, moving moving players around, giving them opportunities, and and see what see what happens. But it it just feels like we're still in the window, still got an opportunity to be in the finals mix. And um, if everything clicks and we can keep injuries in check, um, it should be a good year for the doggies. Um, once again, the same leadership team um, re reappointed this year, Nick. So yes, good to see Labont, um, McRae, Norton, and Duray, um, that leadership uh, cabal um, leading the club. Um, a, a mix of um, you know players across the different lines, um, and um, there's no better leaders, um, particularly um, in that middle um, with Bont and Pally and McRae. Um, Last year, Bontempelli with um, Dunkley taking up time in the middle, moved from the middle to the forward line. Is is that still his role? Does he still float in the forward line as a, a forward I, I target? I think if we've got the uh, the depth to um, to to cover Bont um, to get that sort of maybe more of a fifty fifty balance, um, he's so damaging when he goes forward. He takes you know strong marks. He's so effective with his uh, long set long shots, uh, running shots outside fifty. Um, he's yeah, but you can't sort of. It's it's the, the trouble of you know you're Robin Peter the Pay Paul situation. You're just as long as we're able to sort of get that balance right and have someone who can step in with a similar role in the midfield and be you know have that um, play that role that we need them to play to get the the ball out of there and moving it forward. You can have uh, have Bont play there a bit more, um, but it's that balance. If he if he's if we're losing in the midfield. He's got to be in there more, I think. Yeah, I think I think there's plenty of options. I mean, um, the heart and soul of the the mid is um, um, Tom Libertori when he's on song. Mm. McRae, um, Bailey Smith comes in and out of that that mix from time to time, often not off the wing, but sometimes on the ball. Um, is it Bailey Smith's year to to sort of um, hit his straps again um, after a bit of a an upset year last year? Um, is this the year he steps up again? He's looking super fit. Yeah, he is, isn't he? And another one, another sort of player who's sort of um, sort of sneaking around if, um, is uh, Tobe McLean. We've, all, we've forgotten about him. Nico, the hairdresser. The hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. So he's another option to be coming into the midfield, into the wing. He's so he's got that speed on the outside. He's he's got that uh, you know good strong kick that he has as well, um, and he looks really good on the back of uh, Ruckman's as well. If you remember back to uh, twenty sixteen as well. So um, he's I think going to have a it's, it's going to be great to get him back from injury, um, and he's sort of been you know, showing a bit um, during the preseason, sort of runs and and all that other type of stuff. Um, but yeah, with with Bailey Smith, I'll have to sort of say that um, that it's it's looking like he's he's ready to go. He's he's turning. He's he's media at the moment. He's everyone's picking him up, and you know he's he's promoting this, promoting that. So that's sort of saying that his presence is, is going to build more and more. It, it potentially could be flashbacks to an 80s Dermot Brereton, if you sort of think it's that situation where he's uh, he's got the curls, or not the curls, he's got the straight lines and and um, maybe that sort of flair and exuberance that we've sort of got to know with Bailey um, should be coming through uh, more and more. 
Yeah, so um, you know, elite elite player, um, elite disposals, elite kick. Um, hopefully, this is a year he can have another a breakout year. Um, looking forward to to um, seeing him put on the jets and and the pace that he can deliver as well. Um, injury worries at this point of the year. Um, Adam Trelaw with some niggles. Mm. Um, um, Tim English, yep. potentially with nothing too serious, um, but just um, little niggles as you sort of work your throat, work yourself through a preseason. Um, and just a little bit of concern about some of those players, but hopefully they're, they're managed and can get um, um, some decent miles under their legs um, for the first game. The first game against Melbourne, um, grudge mm. match, mm. <laughs> becoming our, um, um, our, um, our grudge team at the moment. Um, so um, interesting to see how they uh, match up. Jackson moving to Freo, um, Grundy potentially um, mixing it in the ruck. Mm. Um, to rucks, so um, interesting to see how that falls, um, and they're they're also potentially looking at moving their players around um, in different roles, borderline players um, moving into the mids and so forth. So um, a lot a lot of teams sort of trying to eke out a bit more um, a bit more from their players, taking different roles, um, and hopefully we can see something that works for the doggies in that regard as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a very tricky game. We will. We'll tackle that one in sort of a bit more detail, but it is uh, one to sort of um, get get excited about. Um, both didn't have the final series that they were hoping to have, uh, and and so it's going to be top shelf, I think, for the uh, for the first set, first round of the of the season for the dogs. Should we have a bit of a look at the how the women's sort of went? That was the most recent sort of cop that sort of finished up, James. Um, yeah. So so we had a. Um... Um, season of the AFLW, um, as I said previously, really good result for the women, the women's team, um, finishing uh, seventh at the end of the home and away rounds. Um, played ten games, seven wins, three losses, mm-hmm. um, and good wins against Carlton, West Coast, St Kilda, Hawthorne, Dockers, Port, and Giants. Um, losses to Melbourne, the eventual premiers, um, Geelong by a point, mm-hmm. um, and the Kangaroos, and then um, bowing out. In the elimination final against Collingwood, um, disappointing uh, game um, to go down by five points with the ball uh, moving nice. into the forward line, mm. um, but just couldn't get a couldn't get a, a mark, another shot on goal. Um, but the doggies um, um, certainly lifted um, this year um, with an, a large number of exits um, um, from um, seasoned players moving to some of those expansion teams that we've spoken about previously. Mm. Um, but some um, that really opened um, up opportunities for up-and-coming um, players as well as new draftees to, to show their wares and to um, show what they could do. A, um, a stronger, more mature team, uh, never-say-die um, attitude, which I think the Doggies have for a period of time really trying to capture um, in terms of um, how they play and, and how they see games. Um, they, um, the Doggies, um, in terms of um, the season, got a lot of possessions, got a lot of the ball. Um, one of the top-marking teams, or the top-marking team, um, in the competition, which points to some, a lot of really good tall players. Um, one who needs a special mention is um, Edmonds, Alice Edmonds, mm. who came into the into the team after a transfer from Richmond, I think. Yep. And she ended up um, taking on a record for the most hitouts of any um, AFLW player in the history of the competition, 270 hitouts over the year. Um, so incredible performance by her, and she ended up being in the top three best and fairest at the end of the year. Um, again, um, Ali Blackburn, Captain Courageous, had an amazing year. Uh, four-time best and fairest. Um, you know, that um, ability to 
um, when the chips are down to um, take the game on and bring the doggies back from um, death's door. Um, amazing performances also from Cranston, Hartwig, Kirsty Lamb, just another incredible season from her as she notched up 50 games. Um, great performances by Berry, um, by Fitz, Fitzgerald, um, and then and Pritchard. Um, so really great performances by a lot of those seasoned players. Special mention to Daisy Bateman, who was an um, up-and-coming player, had a, a stellar year, um, and um, someone who um, should be recognised for an incredible year's performance. Um, doggies, where they can improve, I think is just a bit more... Um, um, accuracy in front of goal, um, and that's um, sometimes just um, method of ball moving to the forward line, um, and certainly um, with stability of um, Burke being appointed for another two years in a full-time role, um, should give more time for the coaching staff to spend on developing players. Um, we lose Lisa Webb, um, assistant coach, to um, Fremantle. Yeah, yeah, to Fremantle, Fremantle as yeah. the head 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 coach. Um, it seems to be um, a bit of a um, a number of different. Um, 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 coaching staff are losing the men's and the women's comp from from the doggies to 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 the um, the dockers, but uh, um, wish her well. There's a lot of other um, seasoned managers and and coaching staff to support the team. Um, and special note to Lisa Hardman, who was this year awarded um, AFL um, W AFL um, uh, life membership as well in recognition of her service to the club and to the um, AFL football as well. So um, special note. Uh, to her so um hell of a year from from the women and um a lot of positives coming out of that and hope hoping that um, um, a lot of the players develop over um over the break and and look forward to um building up uh for an, another season and another finals campaign um, um noting noting that they're um um they're on the cusp of of um a really mature group of players with a lot of games under their belt um, and really good balance across across the field in relation to talls, um, forwards, and a good engine room. So um, things are looking up for the doggies with the AFLW comp. Absolutely. And I think that um, come season 2023, um, and when it starts up again, I think we're probably expecting around about um, August. I think that's when their sort of season starts up again. Um, we're expecting, I think, good results uh, from them. They've We've recruited well. I think for the last three or four seasons, we've got some great, like you said, great talent sort of coming through. Um, season 2024 is going to be looking, I think, great for the dogs. Um, but yeah, so it's been it's been such a really good good sort of. Gabby Newton's been great in the forward line. So and um, and yeah, Alice Edmonds. That, that's that's the person to stand up for me. And the fact that it was funny how um, through the season they had the AFL women's sort of team of the round and. They kept missing her week after week after week after week, and then finally they they put a team out, and she was in every single position because I think the fact that she's had a great season, um, great recruit coming over uh, to us, and then has really taken that that sort of role in the, in the centre to 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 set up plays, and that's helping us move the balls out really well. Yeah, um, coming back from injury, um, mm. becoming a um, also a key. Goal scorer for the doggies this year as well. Um, we had a lot of gaps to fill with um, the exit of some really experienced players mm-hmm. and particularly some forwards um, with Bonnie Toogood and Lachlan uh, yeah, leading the Lachlan. team. Yeah, that's not, yeah. Um, um, as, um, so um, a lot of experience and a lot of um, skilled forward play lost, but that just meant that there was opportunities for other players to step up, and that's what we certainly saw. 
Um, look forward to this year coming up. I think I think they'll go well uh, for another finals campaign um, and hoping they can really um, um, push f- um, further and deeper into the finals to actually have a shot, uh, a shot at uh, another shot at the Premiership. Yep, I think so. I think it's looking really good for the girls um, and they're going to have a great time going back to their state comp situation and um, when they do make it back to us, it'll be fantastic. Um, how do you feel about um, the over-reliance of, of Ali and, and Chrissy Lamb in the, in the, oh, sorry, Kirstie Lamb in the, four, in, sorry, in the midfield? Is that something that, that um, we're going to be sort of potentially having a bit of a problem with? If, for example, worst case, knock on wood, that, that uh, you know, injury sort of hits and we've been very lucky with those two. Um, uh, yeah, they're, they're both around 50-plus um, um, games. Yeah. Um, they're um, key cogs in the team. Um, they're elite um, players in the competition. Um, there is an over-reliance on um, particularly Blackburn when close results or the chips are down. Um, so I think this goes to maturity of the whole playing group. Um, and I think you can only get that by putting games under people's belts and actually getting um, getting people up to you know uh, 50, 60 games uh, across the board. Um, I just think um, um, there is um, you know a reliance on, on Captain Courageous to pull us out of some holes from time to time on in the score scores are down. Um, but um, I think um, that will come with a bit more maturity as we get some of those younger players with um, more opportunities and more games under the belt. So I'd like like to see um, some other um, players rotated through um, the middle, but um, we'll just have to wait and see um, how Berkey and the coaching um, team develop the, the engine room over time. Um, at the moment, you've got two of the best mids in the competition sitting in our engine room mm-hmm. with Lamb and, and Blackburn. So um, they're at their peak. Um, they're at their best. Um, as long as they stay injury-free, um, you want them thereabouts in in the mid, um, and then over time you you just want to start building up some some outside um, players with a bit of speed, or or if you can find um, a, a bit of a um, an inside player um, in the mid, um, by all means um, train them up. But at the moment um, there's no two better uh, mids in the competition than those two. So fingers crossed, injury free, um, and they can give us um, a couple more years of service. Um, I just like to see. Um, other players um, step up when when we need to um, um, win a game or, or take the take the score back from an opposition team. Yeah, I think so. Um, and and I think just having that that opportunity to to share those experiences and and um, start to build some some dominance coming in uh, from the, the the peripheral sort of players. Um, and we know how dangerous you know Chrissy Lamb and and Ellie are in the forward line. Um, so having them sort of coming through is. Uh, is, is, is having the chance to go sit there a bit more, sorry to say, it's going to be great for the dogs, I think, anyway. Just very dangerous and very hard to play against for opposition sides up there. Yeah, I might, might just also mention um, people should check out the um, um, the AFLW um, documentary of the previous season mm. um, on uh, Disney Plus at the moment. So I've, I've caught a couple of the episodes and watched through and they do highlight um, the AFLW um, doggies team. Um, this was a COVID-interrupted season for the Dogs, and um, you know we fell fell short. But we did have some really impressive games, including that do-or-die win against um, Adelaide um, in Adelaide, um, where we won by a point. Um, so um, really great behind the behind the scenes expose of the coaching staff and players, and um, highlighting um, you know the work of um, Ali Blackburn, but also some of the up-and-coming players like Amanda. Amanda Ling as well, so really well worth a look um, to understand um, the culture and the ways that the the team's developing over time. Um, it, it 
it's not our most successful season, but um, some great wins recorded there. So um, worth a look if you've you've got a subscription to Disney Plus, check it out. Um, we're not sponsored by them, but Disney Plus, if you want to send us a free uh, free membership, very happy to sort of take that on. Disney Plus, come see Mickey. No okay. worries. What's up next, Nick? Well, we can either go on to something a little bit more, or I've just sort of looked at a little magic number. I sent it in the message. Um, so I guess we're starting to look a bit at, um, I guess, where we sort of see this this podcast sort of running uh, for the rest of this season. This season, and and so we're going to be we're doing a bit of a pivot, a bit of a bit realignment and such. Um, we're looking at uh, sort of perhaps talking a bit more about the about the about uh, I guess the, the fan side of things that the little obscure knowledge the little stories that sort of come through um, from those uh, special moments in time we're, we're looking we've we've been exploring one of the older games um, back in 87 where uh, a lot of permutations and complications were going to happen um, and we're hoping to sort of have a bit of a chat about that um, should we hold that off to maybe our next one Jace do you think yeah, heartbreak at the at the Western Oval, yes. uh, Melbourne versus uh, Footscray. Uh, yep. Western Bulldogs, Western Bulldogs. No, Footscray, Footscray, Footscray. still Footscray then. Yes, yeah, um, only a couple of years before um, merger threat by um, mm. the competition. Yeah, um, do or die doggies um, trying to make um, first final appearance in a number of years. Mickey Malthouse leading the team. Um, Melbourne um, seeking the first finals campaign since '64. Um, some nice. Uh, um, Sort of um, um, uh, recollections of um, the, the 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 hatred or the you know the, the animosity, yes. animosity between the doggies and the demons, um, and uh, um, mi- mixing it with some of the recent histories, some interesting ways of looking at um, um, some of the old history in terms of uh, um, trying to get into the finals and what the finals meant for those clubs. Um, so yeah, let, let's look at that one. It's got some um, really big dramatic moments mm. and. Um, some real passion and um, a bit of fire, mm. um, a packed out, packed out game. So um, well worth having a bit of a look. And then um, you can follow the heartbreak for the demons um, through their finals campaign, where they fall um, short after kick on the siren. So um, karma, basically. <laughs> well, always we'll, the karma, isn't it? Have a look always at that one. Yes. <laughs> All right, then. We'll, we'll, we we might uh, we might finish up there now, Jace. Well, I'm short and sharp, and we're, we're trying to keep it all going really well um thanks everyone for for sticking by us and and waiting for us to come back i've been getting lots of little messages sent to me when's your potty coming back when's the potty coming back nick but it's back now uh we've we've, we've got a little i've got a pre-season under our belt that's it, a yeah. bit of a rest free from injuries that's right we're raring to go and it's going to be a good end up good way to end up i think uh, this season's got a lot of promise for for the boys and huge amount of promise for the girls later this year um so thank you very much uh jace for the for the call in and it's uh goodbye from the, the hangar out yep. of point cork yep. and uh goodbye from the edge of sunraysia up near the murray the water's receded i don't need a boat anymore it's great i can get around now uh all the best jace don't forget to listen to us on the podcast on all good um, providers and we'll see you around woof woof go, go dogs woof woof there's the sign Bob out.
their ships miles now Bobbing up and down like this But they can't beat the boys of the Bulldog breed now Bobbing up and down like this Now come on this side, all together Sons of...